0: It's looking a little bit more festive in here. Yeah, it is. Not bad, huh? You got the tree up. You yeah. weren't ki- you weren't kidding about you know. Takes you a little bit of time to get into the season, but once you're into absolutely, it, absolutely, man. Yeah, and once it hits, uh, did we? Was it the last uh, episode that we talked
1: about this? Yeah, the last episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah where it's uh, you know we're less than a week away now. Casa McVee is lit up. We got the lights here and the trees all, all set to go. It
0: looks great. Yeah, Thank there's you. lots of, it's it, it's very warm in here with, yeah. the, with the Christmas spirit.
1: now oh, damn, I forgot to light my fireside candle <laughs> just to complete the ambiance. I'm sorry.
0: No, that's okay. That's okay. The uh, the light off of the Christmas tree definitely does it. But I, I have a question, actually. Sure. By the way, I'm Ben McVee. I'm Chris Brown. Go ahead, Chris. Are you a nog guy? I love eggnog. You're a nog guy. I do. I love eggnog. Have you had any yet? No. This season? No, I have not. We put up a picture, we put up a, a little Facebook poll on the Black Sheep Radio Facebook page. Uh-huh. And you know, the Christmas season is all about bringing people together, but this could have been the most divisive poll that we've ever done. Dude, th-
1: this is this is beyond impeachment. This is beyond Democrat, Republican, conservative, liberal, you name it.
0: Yeah, seriously.
1: Leafs Canadians nog. It is uh, it is a very divisive thing.
0: <laughs> so so, for a total of thirty-one votes, fifty-two percent like the nog are down with the nog, right? And forty-eight percent just have no right. And I mean no that, that's it. up on
1: our Facebook page. You give that another day or two, and I guarantee you, it's going to sway back and forth right around the fifty percent. It's a it's a love or hate item.
0: Yeah, I'm also love the nog. Yeah, me too. I didn't like it initially like it was a little warm i mean the the the, the idea of i, I don't think i don't think what is it i don't even know what the hell it is <laughs> i don't know what it is either to yeah. be honest i don't th- like the, the 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 name doesn't do much for it i'd no. say eggnog isn't no. really necessarily something that like you look at and you're like ooh i'm willing to try that it's like a stripper named bernice it's yeah. just not doing it for me it creates a lot of visuals yeah both bernice and eggnog but um <laughs> <laughs> when i finally did try it Especially with rum, a little, bit of, a little bit of cinnamon on there, you know, why not? Now, do you,
1: do you have to have the rum? That was my next... Uh, I was going to ask you this right away. Did, mm. Because a lot of people responded on Facebook. Uh, Ken, my friend Ken Ward comes to mind. Uh, it's got to have dark rum in it. Yeah. A lot of people got to have the rum with the nog, or the nog is bas- basically no good. Like, the, the, the nog is just an excuse to get blitzed on rum. Mm. A fattening way to get <laughs> ripped on rum.
0: Well, I don't know... I don't get the point of having eggnog without rum. Like, I wouldn't drink a glass of eggnog if it didn't have rum in it. You would not? No. Like, for me, it's like a festive drink. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like a party drink and it's a nice little way to like, you know, this is something different that I have during the holidays. But like I don't know that I would yeah, I, I wouldn't drink it without rum. I don't know if I might have had it without rum in the past. You've like, never had it without rum, have maybe. you? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Every time like I only started drinking it as an adult. I know a lot of people, a lot of kids would be drinking eggnog when they're younger, you know, around the Christmas season. Yeah, I grew up on
1: eggnog, man. Well, at Christmas anyway. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I, I drink it on its own. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I wasn't sure where you were gonna go with that. Mm. What do you mean? I didn't know if you would have liked eggnog or not. It's it's a very it's a very weird. It's almost impossible to predict whether one person would like eggnog or whether they wouldn't. Do you think like so? I, I do. Yeah. Like there's, hmm. like there are plenty of people that that I would have thought would have liked eggnog.
1: Um. Yeah. I know. But uh, you know, like you meet people. I think it might be one of those. Personally, I think it might be one of those things where it's like, um, hmm, you know, you, you you meet somebody for the first time. And it's like, nah, he's not down with whatever or she's not cool with that or I betcha he likes whatever. And I think once you get to know a person just over a very brief period of time, you can I would have had you pegged for a nog lover.
0: <laughs> I that's that's funny. I, I don't I, I don't I, I wonder what gave it away. I don't know. It's just I
1: don't know. No idea. I just, you know, if you, if you really, you know, you, you think about it, because I mean, you know, it's not one of the first things I thought when I met you or anything, <laughs> but you know, when, when the question came up, you posted it on the Facebook page, and without even reading the heading or what, it, like as soon as I saw, and you, you know, you kind of gave it away in the post, but I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, I figured. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, Glover. <laughs> For sure. Do
1: you have a brand.
0: No, I don't, I don't oh, buy eggnog. Oh, it's got to be the PC. I don't buy eggnog enough to know. Um, usually, I never buy it. Like, I would never buy eggnog, but if it's around, I'm like, okay, I'll have some eggnog.
1: See, that's coming up later on in the podcast. What are you snobby about? And that's mm. one of those things. It's got to be the PC eggnog.
0: Any other nog pales in comparison? PC does it right. I believe oh. it. Oh. I believe it. Oh, yeah.
1: Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at radio underscore sheep on Instagram and Twitter.
0: Yeah, so you're snot you won't tell like what can you tell if it's PC eggnog or not? Ooh. When's our next episode?
1: We should have we should do a blind t- taste test. I bet you I could tell you the PC nog. Sweet. Yeah.
0: We could probably get a good discount if we if the next one we do is it might be after Christmas. It's a little possibly. It's a
1: little thicker. Yeah, and if you're describing something to its degree of uh, uh of flavor, is it more eggy or is it more noggy? Mm. Good question. I don't or know what a noggy.
0: I don't know what a nog is. So a nog? We'll just we'll just we'll just yeah. I
1: think a nog is like a, uh I don't know some some reference to a beverage or something. Mm. like that. Mm.
0: Fair it's enough. one of those stupid British terms.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah.
0: So um, when I was going to post the last episode. Yeah. Um, uh, episode 24. By the way, want, real quick, before we move on from eggnog. Sure.
1: We did have one comment on there, I think, about somebody who said, uh, we're so exuberant about eggnog that mm. they said all
0: year round. Yeah, I don't know where that was. Yeah, that might have uh, been on yours. It might have been
1: on my. Okay, so I, I want to make something very, very clear. Eggnog is a Christmas drink. Mm. It's a winter drink. I can see nog in, in February, but nog in July, no. Ooh. Like picture yourself mowing the lawn. Oh, like, oh, So hot, thirsty. It's like a milk is a bad choice moment. You know what I mean? You'd be mowing the lawn and fertilizing it at the same time. Exactly. I don't reach for the nog on a hot summer's <laughs> day. Sorry, you were you were gonna say?
0: No, it's okay. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to pull up that one that one thing if I can if yeah, I can it's find okay. it. Um, we do
1: appreciate all your Facebook feedback. Yeah, it's really
0: way. nice. Thank right? you. Yeah. So um, we when I went to go post the other, I don't I don't check our stats too much because I feel like I get a little, I, I can go overboard and spend right. too much time diving into it, especially right now. Um, right now I'm just having a lot of fun doing this and spending sure. time with you and, you know, interacting with people yeah, and stuff. But, but every once in a while I'll go into it. And and uh, the last time I posted the last episode, it said that we were up over 1,000 downloads, which right I was super cool. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's a cool little, it was a cool little stat that, um, you know, I don't. I don't know how much impact it has. I mean, as my ego's already big enough, I don't know that it could swell much. You don't larger. have a big ego, dude. <laughs> Trust
1: me, you don't have a big ego. It's just right where it is.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty cool, eh? Yeah, yeah.
1: It is. Yeah, cool. and uh, and and thanks. You know, of course, you do these things. I don't. I don't think there's anybody who does a podcast or a broadcast, or does anything in terms of communications with the sole intent of it never being heard by anyone else. So it's cool to know that some people listen to it. That's cool. Thank you.
0: Yeah, it's super cool. Yeah. I just wanted to shout out to the people that are listening, and we really appreciate it. Share it with your friends. We enjoy doing it, and we hope you do too. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so no, eggnog. You have been very clear that it's it's should be only in the Christmas it season. It is absolutely
1: delicious, um, but it's it's delicious for a very short time. And by the way, one more thing: um, people are, are like this with uh, eggnog, uh, but eggnog is if, if you think it's disgusting, f- now fruitcake mm. that is disgusting. Yeah, every I, holiday I, has a disgusting food item. Have you noticed that? <laughs> fruitcake at, at Christmas. Um, Halloween has those molasses candies in the the orange wax wrapper. Mm. Those... What the fuck are those things? I don't know, man. And then Easter has Peeps. Yeah. Those yellow marshmallow birds. You ever eaten one? Oh, yeah, for sure. Don't. Don't ever do it again. Did you enjoy it?
0: Does anyone? That's what I mean. Like, why do we do this to ourselves? I think my... I think Bree's family likes... Peeps, if I'm... if I'm, Her sister's really into Peeps. I, I don't get it. it does, it's just a big marshmallow that doesn't... It's not as good as a regular marshmallow. I like have I'd a theory, rather,
1: too. Like, have you ever noticed the disgusting holiday things have a long shelf life? Like, I have a feeling that the first molasses, candies, Peeps, and fruitcake were all made in one big batch mm-hmm. in 1646, and they've just been, you know, making the rounds ever since. That's my theory.
0: Well, you know what? I, I mean, I don't think... I don't I don't think the, those molasses candies the peeps I think I think those are going to last longer than human civilization. I think the aliens are going to come down 3000 years from from now. Yeah. and like start picking through the rubble of human civilization and they'll find peeps. They'll find probably a case of marmite somewhere. Hey, <laughs> and cockroaches, them, uh, cockroaches. That's what the
1: peeps are for. It's, it's what the cockroaches will eat when we're
0: gone. Oh, they're gonna. Well, they they might not even like those to be Probably honest. Probably not. Yeah. that's what's gonna wipe out cockroaches. Finally,
1: <laughs> all that's left is peeps and fruitcake.
0: <laughs> fruitcake does definitely has a long shelf oh, life, man. That thing is that that is dense. It is. It gets thicker as the time goes by. I know. I keep one in the house, not to eat as a weapon. <laughs> Somebody breaks in, they're catching a fruitcake right in the dome. Oh man. Yeah. So? So uh, you, you, you actually made a, a post uh, not too long ago about Christmas traditions. Traditions. It's really funny. We actually didn't coordinate this, but the uh, post is according to a new study, 45% of families have a yeah. tradition of opening one present on Christmas Eve. It's funny that I'm I like I'm part of that like we so we am would I do we would do one Christmas one present on Christmas Eve which is really funny
1: that's in my family like my mom and my sister and I and in my family now with my my wife and three kids we we uh, yeah we still to this day and our, our kids uh, two of them are, are adults and uh, we have one in our mid teens and and we've been doing this for years you get to open one thing and and oddly enough uh, there's another one on this list uh, of things that people do and that is um, uh, pajamas. Mm. That it's a pair of PJs that you get And that's what we do with our kids See with us we got to pick one from the tree But my mom knew what they all were So it was going to be like you know a lesser gift It Mm. wasn't one of the big ones you got on Christmas Eve uh, But uh, with us they know what they're opening They're opening their Christmas PJs Mm. And
0: usually it's a onesie That's a onesie Christmas onesies I don't think I've owned a onesie since I was I don't know 11 years old I have a Santa onesie
1: Can I tell you a funny Christmas story real quick?
0: I'd love to hear it. Real
1: quick? Yes. Okay. Um, Last Christmas, uh, our toilet clogged, right? Like on Christmas. I already like where this story is going. Okay. So um, I left the plunger in the toilet. Now you would think that anybody looking at a toilet with a plunger in it would think, shouldn't use that. (laughs) Not my youngest daughter. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude. Oh yeah, man. And she left a mess in there like the day after Cinco de Mayo. Like, oh. it, it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was horrible. It was horrible. And for some reason, um, last Christmas, I don't want to get too graphic, but last Christmas, uh, everybody had to poop and where are you going to go? Like my brother-in-law was here and and he's, I'm, I go, where are you going? He's like, I got a shit, man. So where are you going? Well, I'm going up to Timmy's. I said, dude, it's Christmas. Like, <laughs> and his face like went as white as Jacob Marley, man. He was like, Oh, what am I going to do? So anyway, um, uh, long story short, uh, we live in a um, uh, above a store in an apartment. And then we have a rooftop terrace mm. up there. Right. So my wife also, um, I hope she doesn't hear me telling this story. She had to go. So she wound up taking a bucket
0: oh. <laughs> up to the rooftop
1: terrace in her elephant onesie. Oh, man. Yeah. That's a great way to spend a Christmas morning. uh Crouched over a bucket <laughs> in an elephant onesie, pooping outdoors. That is that is that is our Christmas tradition now.
0: Oh yeah. Oh no. yeah. You, you still keep the bucket and pack no. it away with no, the lights? No, or no what? we do not.
1: But um,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, getting back to the traditions. That's the pajamas. The
1: the onesies are our Christmas tradition. I'm sorry, I got off on the
0: poop. No, story. that's oh, that's okay.
1: But Some um. After uh, last year, I hear Christmas onesie, and all I can picture is my wife crapping upstairs.
0: That's you. You know what? It, it, it's hard enough, you know, going to mm. the bathroom outside in a onesie. That would be very interesting. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how that would work. Was it one of those old fashioned ones with the butt flap? Yeah. No, oh, there you go. Yeah, quick escape. That's way. That's way quicker. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what are you gonna? You're you're up there just you know waving down helicopters. What's the purpose of the onesie if it doesn't have the butt flap? Yeah, that's a good question. You know. Yeah.
1: Uh, other traditions. Um, you tell me. Does this happen in your family? Sure. Um, 45%, uh, one present on Christmas Eve, 45%, uh, one person distributes the gifts from the Christmas tree.
0: Yeah, I would say so. Who gets
1: to play Santa sort of thing. Yeah. We have
0: that. Yeah, I would say so. And it was mostly like growing up. It was like my mom would do it just because she was the only one that knew where everything was.
1: Actually, no, we had that.
0: We had that. I shouldn't say
1: that. We had that in my family. In our family now, you grab your own. Mm. Yeah. Self-serve. What else you got? Um...
0: Opening presents at
1: midnight on Christmas—that's weird. Yeah, that's odd.
0: Yeah, yeah. I knew I knew a family that would not do presents at all, and then they would give their kids money, and they would go shopping on Boxing Day for their presents. Friggin' genius. <clears throat> yes and no. Like it's it's very like I under I understand that I always thought it was weird because because it it completely eliminates like the magic of you know. The surprise and and, and the, the the tradition of being at home and instead replaces it like like I feel like it's ultra it, in an in an effort to kind of avoid the capitalism of Christmas I feel like that almost doubled down on it, mm. it was a little very it was very it was a little too shrewd for my life frugal yeah frugal how the, yeah
1: how are the cats by the way they're doing
0: good man. are they getting yeah. Christmas presents um yeah for sure thirty
1: six percent of families give their pets Christmas presents. <laughs> Yeah, annually, it's a tradition.
0: I believe it. Yeah, I got suckered into that Same too. Same as for this family. Sure. Yeah. yeah, man. Uh, I've
1: never heard of this one before. Uh, you had to play a game before opening gifts.
0: Mm. I would, I would hate that. Like, it, it, it <laughs> me that. too. Just give me the just damn give game. me the gifts. I'm, I'm tired enough as it is. I was up at 4:30 in the morning waiting for presents. Like. One out of three
1: families write little hints on the wrapping paper.
0: Yeah, that's weird too. I don't know. That's a lot of work. It's like, I mean, I, I feel like. If it's it being ra- wrapping gifts in general is enough work for me to not have to come up with some Dr. Seuss shit. Yeah, and this last one. Um, think
1: back to being a kid. Twenty nine percent of families have a tradition. You're not allowed to go to the Christmas tree or even see it on Christmas morning until everyone is up.
0: Mm. Yeah, I, I've I've I I don't know about see it or go around it. Um, we weren't allowed to see it. Like not. Stay in your rooms. That's so funny. Yeah. Until everybody's up. So, okay. So would you, would you be the one that would, would you be up immediately? Like, would you be up super, super early? (laughs) Call my mom right now. She'll tell you. Like I had her up at 4.45. That's so
1: funny. On, go back to bed. Five o'clock. Come on. Go back to bed. 5.15. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah.
0: A, I feel like that's, it, it's really funny how similar a lot of people's Christmas experiences actually I know, are. I
1: right? Do you, like, listen to those and think to yourself, you just answered yes to at least half of those. Yeah,
0: at least half of those. Yeah, um, yeah we're at a position right, we're at, we're at a thing right now where uh, me and my girlfriend are like trying to begin our own traditions, you know, and, and our family is like- At a a point where it's like this weird transition period where everyone's kind of, you know, our generation is at the point where we want to kind of forge our own traditions. It's an interesting, it's an interesting, uh, an interesting time. You're going to have to wait till your parents are dead. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. I know that sounds really grim so what and horrible, that? So but what does I mean, it's the like? same
1: here. My, my mom hosts Christmas dinner every afternoon. i have not, I'm 48 years, oh boy, 49 now, mm-hmm. and I've never spent an entire Christmas day in my own home. Hmm. It's My mom's on Christmas day, and that's that. There's no, don't mess with the program.
0: That's Seriously. funny. Well, we're, our, our family is, we, we do um, Christmas Eve at uh, my Aunt Teresa's house mm-hmm. every year. And that that's like a tradition that's maintained forever. It's a little bit different now because, like, I spend – now I'm spending Christmas at my girlfriend's – at Bree's place. Mm. So I spend the morning up in Acton and then we go to Christmas – and then Boxing Day we go to my mom's place. It's all – it's a mixed bag now, you know? As soon as you get into so a
1: relationship, it man, it becomes more of a road trip than a holiday. Yeah, I know. It really
0: does. And I don't – that's the thing is, like, I'm I'm <laughs> – I'm about ready to kind of rebel on that a little, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, no, I hear you. I know, I know. It's tough. Me too, but then I will
1: say this too, though. Uh, We used to have a tradition in my family long, but when I was a kid, Mm. uh, probably up until I was, I don't know, late teens or so, that uh, at my mom's house, we'd gather on Christmas Eve and we would watch uh, Alistair Sims a Christmas carol, Scrooge, mm-hmm. which I think I, in a previous episode said that bar none, that is the yep, best Christmas movie for sure. ever. So that, that's where that started actually was Christmas Eve. And, and we sit around and, and uh, we all knew the the whole movie line by line and everybody had their one line that they would recite as it, as it happened. It, it aired on CHCH right here in Hamilton, uh, every Christmas Eve at nine o'clock. And, uh, I miss that. I do. I mean, you know, it's one of those things now, Christmas Eve, it's also my son's birthday. So we celebrate his birthday and Christmas Eve here. But there's a part of me that really, I miss that. Mm. So, you know, in, in, in the first Christmas that happens where I'm not at my mom's in the afternoon, I know I'm going to miss it. Mm. So, I, yes, there is that. God. I wish I could just do Christmas my way, feeling. But then once it's gone, you kind of miss it. Hmm. You do, at least
0: I do. It's it's fun. It's funny you say the movie thing because um, uh, Brie and her family has like this tradition where they watch the Waltons. Have you ever have you ever, you know the Waltons? A homecoming. Yeah, homecoming. So yeah, they watch that. that, that. Was,
1: that's where the Walton's TV series came from.
0: Yeah, so they so they watch that every year. So that's what we're doing tomorrow night. Right. We're all getting together. The two old broads
1: who are making moonshine up the road. John Boy
0: winds up at their yeah yeah no I remember it well exactly and it's basically just about like a bad weather storm and then he's coming home from for Christmas right pretty much it's a great it's a great movie I'd never seen it before I watched it the first time yeah yeah. it's very heartwarming yeah it is it's 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 timeless it's it's you know and and I can understand I can I can understand the the nostalgia of it because it's so different. Like, like, like then what we experience now, but at the root of it, it's really just like, you know, you're waiting for somebody to come home. Ultimately,
1: that's what a tradition is, too, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's so much tension in that movie that could have completely been avoided had they had phones or some sort of messaging system, you know, (laughs) or winter tires probably would have. <laughs> <laughs> alleviated a lot of the tension. <laughs> Shit, Papa Walton
1: can't make it home. I Skype him in.
0: I know they're yeah. just like, oh well, Christmas. It's not even. It's not even like like it's. It's so much of a. It's a much darker movie than than a lot of the more modern Christmas movies too. Like for example, um, I mean, I guess I guess Home Alone is kind of dark. It's kind because of dark. He's that kid's about to get fucked up by a bunch of robbers <laughs> at the heart of it. <laughs> well never mind the
1: robbers his parents forgot him at home
0: Yeah that too. Yeah, yeah. There's that That too um, yeah. and then but like a lot of the other ones are just like love stories or whatever but the Waltons are like this family is literally sitting around waiting for their dad and they're not sure if he's dead or not Right. Like yeah. they're literally like I hope he's not dead <laughs> Like, that's like the whole concept of the movie. what <laughs> I They're all poor and like freezing cold. Yeah, true, true. And it's like, I hope dad's not dead. It's right. It's like,
1: Jesus. I think it's one of those movies that was made for, for contemporary parents, you know, to sit their kids down and watch <laughs> yeah. and say, you know, you're worried about not getting a PlayStation. These kids think their dad's dead. <laughs> you ungrateful little bastards. Um, hey, one more thing uh, sure. on Christmas, and, and, and get, getting back to the whole idea of, of uh, giving gifts, and this is something I, I, every year, I this is one of those takes that I would love to do. I would love to open uh, a present a day. So you wake up Christmas morning. So Christmas, you definitely have your gifts. I'm not. I'm not advancing the notion that you go out shopping on Boxing Day. Christmas morning is Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. But why do we have this orgy of unwrapping? everything mm-hmm. and then you have that hangover of oh, it's over you know like why not if, if you've got a few days take three or four days take boxing day take the 27th take New Year's Eve whatever and stretch it right so it's like you know two three gifts you open it and then it's like no no I'll leave the rest I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave the rest you know what I mean I really it's like taste that. good tomorrow like a pizza. Like, uh, no, I don't need to finish the whole thing, but it's going to taste pretty good in the morning. Why do we feel the need to unwrap everything on Christmas morning and then, bang, it's over just like that? That's a really good point. I love the idea of, I don't know about the 12 days of Christmas, but stretch that shit out a little bit. I mean, you know, if you've got, I don't know how many gifts you give. Yeah. Most people, I think, are around eight or nine, maybe, something like that, for immediate family, for, you know, parents, kids, that kind of stuff. Sure. Somewhere in between Eight, nine, ten, somewhere around there. Anyway, st- you know, stretch it out. So Christmas morning, here's two or three. Mm. And then Boxing Day, instead of waking up and looking at the tree going, oh, we're waiting another year for that magic moment where we open presents, you've got presents to open.
0: That's really fun. I really li- I really like that like idea. Like all the
1: stuff you open on Christmas morning, you're not getting to it on Christmas Day,
0: right? No, and, and honestly there's something to be said for just savoring the ones that you like you, you you've so the, the first, fo- whatever a couple presents that you open on uh, usually just get set aside and forgotten yeah. about in favor of just opening another gift. You know, right. you like, don't do, even really appreciate what what you're opening as you're opening it.
1: Do the boffo present on Christmas morning. Yeah. So if you've got kids and they want a PlayStation or, or whatever, or whatever electronics or the, the, the big, the big ticket item, Open that on Christmas because God knows, you know, if you're a kid, that big present, the one, that's all you're going to pay attention to on Christmas Day. The rest is gravy on the meat, mm. but the gravy is going to taste so much better. On Boxing Day, <laughs> like, you know, you've had your day with your video game system or whatever it may be. So, but the next morning, look at this. You've got something else to
0: open. I really like yeah. that. That's a really cool idea. Just saying. Yeah, I love that idea. Just saying. Um, It's Black Sheep Radio. I'm Chris Brown. We're on
1: Facebook and Twitter.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, we're at BSR Podcast Mm -hmm. on Facebook, Mm -hmm. radio underscore sheep on Twitter, and radio underscore sheep on Instagram. Yeah. Um, So... Did you want to go into so 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 we 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 covered Christmas. Did you want to go into um the Grinch Who Stole the LRT? <laughs> sure, <what? laughs> nice. Nice. You like that, eh? So LRT's done. LRT's done. So not the, happening. So for any of the people that aren't familiar with <laughs> the story I have so many questions. There's so much stuff going on right now. And yeah. and, and as with anything um, involving the government, it's a slow trickle of information and misinformation more recently. Yes. Um, but and as
1: it turns out, uh, like so many tons of sewage, uh, the idea of uh, the LRT has been flushed into our waterways.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, essentially... The federal government had given Hamilton a billion dollars towards a light rail transit system, mm-hmm. which would essentially be running across. Was it King Street or Main Street? Maybe I think it might have been King Street. Mm. Um, it's just, it's just like like the, uh, the the TTC, like a light rail transit system or whatever. For people that aren't living in Hamilton, it was a big thing. There, it was um, the 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 local uh, Hamilton government had spent about a hundred million dollars buying up properties. Mm-hmm. Question Across number one: line. What
1: happens to all these businesses, yeah. all these properties that have been bought? So, first thing that comes to mind is the Tim Hortons at Gauge and King, closed down. Wow, that was going to be a stop. Gas stations that have closed down, all, all these places that you know got their property, but now, now what?
0: Yeah, so um, essentially, the, it was kind of in limbo. Even though Doug Ford, I mean the, the the premier of Ontario, he had gone out and said that that it's still on. We're still going to do it. Um, up until I believe it was Monday mm-hmm. um, province released a report or didn't release a, a report but talked about um, the fact that the the cost of the LRT was was 1.8 billion dollars more to build than previously estimated <laughs> for a combined 5.6 billion dollars mm-hmm. um, over 30 years uh, and is a It's it's, locked? I think it's locked.
1: My daughter's at the back door, hang on.
0: (laughs) So go ahead. Okay, so, um, yeah, so essentially... It's locked
1: on purpose. I'm trying to keep you out. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's essentially the the numbers are are way way further out of whack than anybody anticipated and um, a massive building project
1: involving the government with cost overruns i've yeah, never heard of such a thing
0: but they're not releasing the 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 cost estimates the, the, the report or at least they're saying that um, sorry the, the, this is this is from the CBC let's, let's just re- run through this sure the province won't release a report that prompted it to cancel Hamilton's long awaited light rail transit LRT project long awaited depending on who you ask yeah but mm-hmm. the mayor says he'll fight for its release a man of the people yeah <laughs> numbers released by the province he fought
1: for the release of a bunch of shit in a yeah.
0: paradise, now he can fight for this numbers released by the province Monday show Hamilton's LRT would cost 1.8 billion dollars more to build than estimated, and a combined 5.6 billion over 30 years but they don't include why Hamilton's project appears to be the only LRT project in the worst with works with drastically inflated costs hmm. so this is one of the issues, is that a lot of people are saying um, that uh, the Ottawa one was significantly cheaper. The the, the the I think there's one in Kitchener that just got approved. KW a has one, yep. Um, no, they have it. They have it. Yeah. That, that was significantly cheaper. Yep. Um, and everyone's just shaking their heads and asking why this one's so expensive. And we're just like, well, because we, we told you so.
1: I honestly... Uh, my my thought and i don't think this is a conspiracy i think there's a bunch of people who may be inclined to agree with me i think everybody came to their senses and went oh shit you know what they really don't need it mm. we're spend let's spend the money on something else cost overruns and everything else i there's no reason for it to cost any more here than it would somewhere else like let's be honest with ourselves you know ottawa is a bigger city twice the size of, of hamilton mm-hmm. uh, kw is nearly as big uh, we, we don't need an LRT system here. It, is, it was going to be a colossal waste of money, and I think somebody finally had the common sense to say, all right, we'll paint it a different picture and say it's for a different reason, but we don't need an LRT in Hamilton. It's not necessary. It really isn't. Our bus system works just fine.
0: The, the, the only thing that I can think of is, um, well, what's really unfortunate for for Hamilton residents is Essentially, a billion dollars worth of government funding, federal government funding, is gone now. So that's developmental money that's we're never going to see again. And that has nothing to do, you know, a lot of people voted for uh, Trudeau specifically to ensure that, that this, this funding was going to come our way. Mm. And, I mean, granted, it's not his decision to strip it from us, but, you know... Um, it's just another blow for the city of Hamilton. So I could certainly understand why people are on our um, Yeah, it's frustrated too bad they can't it. say,
1: okay, well, we're not giving you the money for the LRT. What would you like it for?
0: Mm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I wish. You know? Yeah, and then the, and then the, the other thing, maybe um, the city doesn't necessarily need LRT now, but building like I know like look a into, skeleton to the future. system into the future um there's no reason to think that Hamilton's gonna the, the Hamilton housing boom and and the the influx of people is gonna go down in any way true and it's essentially true. building the skeleton where like the 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 spine of something true that 10-15 years from now we will need so it's like I don't know you're right You know what I mean? No,
1: you're right. You're right.
0: It's just the first step. It's like the subway system started with one line, right? In Toronto and they branched out from that. And we'll never get an opportunity like that again. The city. So it's like definitely
1: you have a very good point. You you know what I mean?
0: Like immediately. I I I get that it's expensive. um, but And this is a very transit reliant city. Oh, big time. Like very
1: transit reliant. Go walk, go drive around Burlington and look at a Burlington bus and then compare it to a Hamilton bus. Mm-hmm. We, people use transit a lot here. Definitely. So, <laughs> excuse me, I can, I can, yeah. I mean, if, if, if you're a person with a tremendous amount of foresight, it, it, it's, it's, it's like spending all this money that you're never going to reap the benefits from.
0: Exactly, your kids' kids will. That's the point, though, right? Like, so it should, and especially now, like, mm. transit for sure moves this city, um, but (sighs) LRT is a little bit more environmentally conscious. um, True, and I would say that that would be. I haven't really looked into the particulars of it. If it's the 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 best possible solution, that's
1: just it. You know, I I kind of feel and. I'll be the first to admit that I am not the most educated in this. but and, and maybe I am being a little bit short-sighted because in my mind, I'm thinking, well, no, I see a lot of buses that are half full now. We don't need an LRT. Um, our bus system works fine. And the chaos, the chaos of the construction project and getting around town would have been horrible. But I'm thinking in my lifetime, right? So that's the short-sighted end of it. But I also feel that maybe enough – I I, just—I feel like they they put all their eggs in one basket, and they only studied one possible option, like rail transit, as opposed to looking at what else could be done to improve getting around town. Mm. Lord knows it could use some help. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, hey, here's an idea. You know, if the billion dollars isn't going to go to LRT, do we look at maybe expanding or widening some roads or something? I don't know. I don't know. For designated bus lanes or something.
0: I don't know. I don't commute— Within Hamilton, a lot, especially during rush I hour. I do. So okay, so this is good then. Do you find that it's difficult to get around the city? <sighs> uh, do, at peak hours, yes. So where? So so whereabouts? Like, are the are the the worst parts? Would you say through downtown? So like King, King uh, and yeah. Maine.
1: Yeah, King King especially. If if you're coming uh, from uh, east to west, is is really really bad, especially when it narrows mm. down. Um, upper James is an absolute nightmare shit show. It's mm. awful. It's God awful. So that, the, yeah, there are parts of town where it is very difficult to commute and, you know, maybe LRT is something that offers some relief to that. I don't, I don't know. But again, I just, okay. If, if the money isn't going to go to the LRT, no doubt needs, something needs to be done about traffic and no doubt it's only going to get worse before it gets any better.
0: Right. Probably. Yeah. So. It's interesting. Yeah, because I, I, I don't like. I mean, for me, I, I don't. I don't drive it within Hamilton during peak hours. Oh off, God, it's terrible. Uh, off peak hours, though, I, I I get around the city just fine. Piece of cake. It's it's one of the easiest cities to navigate I've ever Piece I've cake. ever encountered. Absolutely. Um, but I get, but I guess the volume is really causes a lot of people. And and you know, it it is a little weird. Like driving down King Street, I'd imagine, would be really difficult. to, cross, getting cross lanes and it's because it's, yeah, that would, that would be, it's bad. That would be tough. Yep. you got anything else on LRT? We could, did you want to, we had HSR just narrowly, narrowly. uh, Oh yeah. Now you want to see a a
1: symphony of scorched cats mm. shut the buses down here because they, they averted the strike. I was getting ready to drive my brother-in-law to work this morning because he, he doesn't drive and he takes the bus to work. I was going to have to wake up and give him, give him a ride because he just had no way to get there. I mean this it, it that's one of those this this is if they had to again to go back to Burlington nothing against people in Burlington, mm-hmm. but if they had a transit strike in Burlington, four people would give a shit you <laughs> yeah, know what i mean yeah. like it would be it would be no bigs and they'd be the drivers um here it, it it's a big deal it would be crippling if if h s r went on strike or or whatever it it's it's a very it's a, it's like i think it's a great system and it is absolutely crucial it's vital and you know <laughs> The other day, because we're we're now a one vehicle family for the time being, I, mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into it. But my wife takes the the, the truck to work, so I'm I'm heel toe express all day long. And mm-hmm. if I got to get around, I'm on the bus.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the other day, uh, I had to go all the way down to uh, Barton and Kenilworth, uh, and then come back. And then, and, and I'm in. Uh, by the way, jeez, uh, I, sh- I should mention this. I'm in Westdale, so I'm in the west end of Hamilton near McMaster University. So I got all the way to Barton and Kenilworth. Uh, Which is the opposite end of town. Which is the opposite end of town. And then got all the way back here to my place. And then uh, I didn't get off here. Actually, I went out to University Plaza because I had to pick up uh, a birthday present for uh, my stepdad. Mm. And then I got back here. I did it all on one transfer. Wow. So it cost me $3 to to bus. I got a haircut while I was there. Uh, I picked. I went into another place that I needed to go. Then I got back on the bus on the same transfer, rode all the way across the city. And this is a city of a half a million people, all the way across the city, all the way out to Dundas, got off at University Plaza, picked up a a birthday present, uh, and, and had time to actually pick it out, got back on the bus, and got back here on $3. Wow. Do you know how much that would have cost me in gas and parking and everything else? Yeah. I mean- So, you know, from that perspective, LRT, HSR, whatever you want, whatever transit we need, we are a very transit reliant city. And the system that we have
0: right now, I think works just fine. I've never taken HSR. Oh, buddy. In my life. Man. You got to ride the Barton bus. I know. We should do that. <laughs> you got to ride the Barton bus. You should yes. ride the Barton bus and just like do like a bit. I, I did the Barton.
1: That's how I got down to Barton and Kenilworth. I took the Barton bus and I'm- How getting, was
0: it? What was your experience you know, like?
1: I'm, as I'm going to get on the uh, the Barton bus, there was another bus in front of it. And as I'm I'm, I'm coming up, uh, walking down Jackson to John to get on the bus. So this is over near the YM, the old YMCA, sort of that area, mm-hmm. just to-, to to Get you familiar with it anyway. Uh, as I'm coming up, there's a dude who is clearly pissed that he can't get on the bus. I have no idea why, but he threw his double double right at the windshield of the bus, <laughs> and I'm like, Right on, I'm getting on the Barton bus. This is gonna be awesome!
0: That's great, yeah, yeah. A full double that's the most Hamilton thing I've ever heard. I
1: know, that's and I asked, I actually because the, the guy had stormed off and, and was screaming, and I was uh, he was. He was really fucking mad. Yeah. And uh, so I, you know, a few people who had been standing nearby I uh, said, what was with that guy? And he only had 70 cents. The guy wouldn't let him on the bus mm. It's like three and a quarter. And here's my question. Dude, why'd you buy the fucking double double <laughs> leaving yourself with only 70 cents and expecting to get on the bus?
0: That's yeah. That's literally the exact. cause.
1: he was furious. He threw the double double at the at yeah. the at at the windshield, and then he didn't even
0: get to enjoy his double double. Yeah, I know.
1: Now now you're out a double double, and you're you're walking, and uh, I mean he was like pounding on windows Whoa. and stuff. Yeah, the guy was a maniac.
0: Well, yeah, we definitely got to get on that. You bus. Gotta, you got to ride the Barton bus, man. I'm I'm down for that. It's a
1: great the HSR is. A, it's a great place to people watch. <laughs> it really is. You meet some cool cats.
0: That's cool. You do. So th- so that was item number We didn't even tee up the weekly 3. We just kind of seamlessly went into That was into- item 2. So that was item 2. Obviously item 1 was was Christmas traditions. Item number 3. It kind of goes back to the uh, beginning
1: of our nog conversation where I I've got to have PC nog or it's not nog.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you it a little bit there. Yeah. Um so I the the other day I went to an Italian bakery or whatever. I, I just happened to be hungry and needed a sandwich. I went to a bakery and, and and they had like a choice between brio and perrier. Oh, brio chinotto.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's and weird I, stuff. I know.
0: And I'm like, you know what? I'll 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 try my hand at the perrier. I never never actually. I've had it a little bit, and I never in, Actually enjoyed it. Maybe I was a little young uh-huh. and so didn't understand it A high-end bakery, was. man. No, for sure. Yeah, the Italians—they know what they're doing, right? Um, and I enjoyed it. And I was thinking, I'm like, am I a bre- Am I am I a, am I a Perrier guy now? Is that what's happening here? Am I am I that am I that snobby that I'm that I'm just going to pick up a Perrier? Like I, I always feel like I don't like think Perrier
1: uh, makes you snobby. I don't know. I think having a particular brand of sparkling water makes you snobby. Oh, really? Yeah. And Perrier's garbage, by the way. Go go <laughs> go with the Montpellier. Montpellier. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll try it. Smaller bubbles. mm, Yeah, smaller bubbles. We'll see. See, when you say snobby, I mean, see, I I would say uh, somebody who drinks Perrier, Mm. one might call snooty. Mm.
0: There's a difference between snooty and snobby. So what makes, what's a snobby take? Like, do you have anything that you're particularly snobby about that qualifies?
1: Uh, Yes, I do, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah. Boxed
0: mac and cheese. Ooh. Boxed mac
1: and cheese. See, if you eat boxed mac and cheese, you're not snooty. But if you insist on a particular brand, you're snobby. And <laughs> this, this podcast is not an endorsement for PC. It just dawned on me now. But if I'm going to eat boxed mac and cheese, it damn well better be the PC white cheddar mac and cheese. KD, no. Mm. Not a chance. Nothing. Mm. It doesn't hold a candle to the PC Elbow macaroni, white cheddar mac and cheese.
0: Man, that's a good one. I, oh. If I'm going, if I'm going white cheddar, I go shells though. Mm. Typically, but I lo- I love regular KD. That's really funny. So if somebody served you regular KD, you would just turn my nose up. At you it. just turn your nose I up ain't at it. That shit. So here's a question, and yeah. I probably know the answer to it. Are you are you putting ketchup on that mac and cheese? Ketchup is for assholes, Chris. (laughs) Ketchup is for assholes. It always grossed me out when I would see people put ketchup on macaroni and cheese. It's it's just it's wrong. Put hot dogs and ketchup in macaroni and cheese and it was just like that's the ultimate most disgusting thing I've ever, I've ever I got saw. a dirty look
1: from a waitress yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was out for lunch with my dad and I got buffalo chicken fingers for lunch mm. and she asked me if I wanted ranch with that and I said, no, ranch is for assholes and I, obviously she really, really, <laughs> she, like, she gave me a look so dirty, I swear to God, she's an heiress to the Hidden Valley fortune. <laughs> she gave me the dirtiest look. So good. Yeah, yeah, I, no, I hate, no, ketchup is for assholes and um, uh, uh, there's a particular way, by the way, to make, any mac and cheese, even if you're going to eat that swill KD, mm. there's a particular way that you have to make it. Walk me through, if you will, you're, you're making your craft dinner and I'm going to tell you if and where you go wrong.
0: I haven't had it in a while. I used to eat it quite a bit. Cause obviously okay, like well, I, I was in, the steps. I was in radio. So, you know, sure. we, we live on craft dinner, especially at the beginning of our careers. Damn straight. Um, and I wasn't cultured enough for the instant ramen. Mm. So- <laughs> Mm-hmm. so yeah what do i do i boil the water yep. you got to put the salt in the water yep. i'm italian okay um so so i know that one yeah um put the noodles in how long do you cook the noodles for oh man i don't even remember now six minutes maybe Seven nine minutes nine is that minutes. what it's supposed to be nine exactly minutes? nine minutes oh man What is so does that make it like like al dente or al dente. is it chewier exactly oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. See,
1: nice see th- this this is snobby this is when <laughs> you can actually make a connoisseur experience out of <laughs> fucking mac and cheese okay so okay so, so, okay, so you you've got the pasta in put the pasta in let's get to the money shot the important part the construction so, where it all comes together so i throw the, the cheese. amalgamation of this glorious creation
0: well no you strain it yep throw the cheese mm-hmm. throw the milk like, a little bit of milk. I don't even wait, really wait, wait, measure wait, 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 it up.
1: Wait, okay, so... But, but wait, what? So, okay, so you've strained it. I
0: strained it. Now, what goes in the pot? Once it's strained? Yeah. I put the noodles right back into it. Is that wrong? Oh, you do, like, a, what, a roux or some shit, eh? Fucking right, man. God damn. Yeah. Oh, you gotta
1: take the butter and the milk and the cheese powder. You make the sauce first. Oh, then you put the yes. macaroni back see, in. See,
0: that's interesting. I didn't realize... It's so obvious now that you say it, but what I would do is I would put the noodles in. Mm -hmm powder, milk, butter, no, and stir. See, you're getting
1: it all wrong. <laughs> Next time you come over, I am going to make you a box of PC white cheddar macaroni I'm down and cheese. for that, man. And it, we will make it together. And it, but I'm telling you, it makes all the difference in the world if you make the sauce first. I'm just saying. I'm down for that. Yeah. Um, would, <laughs> I'm not the one who called it a roux, by the way. But that's what it is, right? <laughs> that's, so, that's so funny. I watch a lot of Food Network. Yeah, clearly. Um, what am I a snob about? Yeah, you must have something that you're brand specific about or you know. I'm a,
0: it- I'm I'm a big time snob about movies. Like 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 entertainment, mm-hmm. I can be a big time snob. Like for example, like like I, I don't wanna get too highfalutin' or whatever, but like books or m- music. Like it, like if somebody, like I, I remember, I can't even hold back. Like I was at a concert or I was, I was out for a night and I bumped into a friend of mine and we're like, Oh, what are you doing? And he was with some friends and like, we're going to see the angels and airwaves concert. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, that sounds like a shitty night. Like I actually <laughs> said that to him and I don't, and I don't really talk like that mm-hmm. to people, but like, I couldn't restrain it myself. Just came out of you. Like if I, yeah, like corny bands, like there's certain stuff where it's like, I, I can't, I really, can't like usually I'm pretty like you know let bygones be bygones like I you know live and let stuff. live I'm I'm with you on that but I see or like a t, like TV shows like like people recommend TV shows to me mm-hmm. all the time I don't know if it's just they look at me like this guy looks like he watches a shitload of TV so I should throw TV shows at him but like I don't like I I'm trying to think of some, somebody somebody told the other day told me to watch check out Riverdale okay and. And I, I just... Did you think less of that person? Oh, for sure. Okay. Without question. Yep. Like, I'm, like you gotta understand. Like Not I'm less of them
1: as a person, like they were a disgusting human being, but something... Yeah, like... There's I, something
0: off-putting about that. Well, it's just like, I... I'm just like, all right, well, I guess I gotta unfriend them on Facebook now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> no, there's just some. There's some. There's a lot of. There's just some weird. Like I definitely. I I, w- I definitely would say that I judge people based on their entertainment. What selections. they choose for entertainment, and it's not really fair because again, like I'm. Does that make you unique? Because I do this too. I don't ki- like. Like the thing is, is it's fair because it's not fair because I watch a lot of stupid shit too that people don't like. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a complete it's it's a complete hypocrite. I mean, you don't move. have to know. You don't have to dance around this. They're, they're, okay, so for example,
1: yeah. Okay, there there are people that I know and love dearly who are good friends of mine, <laughs> but they're UFC fans.
0: Yeah, and I love UFC.
1: You don't do it, eh? Really? Yeah, I love it. See now, uh, in in the back of my mind, that just took a little <laughs> little bit of the shine off you because I. I just don't get it. I find it to be the most knuckleheaded moronic thing in the world, but sure. it's, it's with its merits. And I have For very sure. good friends. I, I actually, Jeff Jocelyn, who owns Jocelyn's
0: up mm. on, is a good friend of mine. I watched him fight a couple times. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, him, Jeff, Jeff and I, uh, we, we went to M- Montreal together just, so to watch cool. UFC.
0: That's super was, cool. And
1: he's like, "Oh no, come see it live!" And it was a chance with the radio station I was working. We took some listeners and so on and so forth. But I, I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna give this a shot. Yeah, I'll give it a try." And
0: no, it didn't do anything for you. Did eh? Nothing for me. So how do you rectify that with being a Boston Bruins fan? Like. Like isn't the aren't the Boston Bruins like a rough and tumble thing? Like like they're they're like a very like physical like brony team and, and
1: yeah they they had that thing in the seventies sure there's so it's there there's no parallel there no there's no parallel no. The Bruins are God's hockey team, and I'm doing, I am doing I God's will. Let's, God's let's, hockey God's team. So does that make team. Don
0: Cherry a saint, then?
1: No, it does not. <laughs> no, it, it does not. So, but, I mean, there's got to be something that you're brand specific about. There's got to be, no?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, well, I mean, like, Canada Dry. So you wouldn't do a Schweppes? I do a it, but I'd compl- selection. I do it, but I'd complain about it. Okay. Um, By the way, we are both um, sipping. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I for sure Canada Dry. Mm. Um, Coca Cola is another one. I, I don't really like Pepsi, but I'm a big Coca Cola guy. Yeah. Um Coffee I'm I can't really drink Tim Hortons coffee anymore. I don't know if that makes me a snob or just Coffee co- is Tim coffee Hortons brings out
1: a lot of uh, snob in a lot of people. Yeah. I'll drink anybody's coffee. I don't give a rat's ass, but some people are very particular about their
0: their coffee. I don't like like I I like to smoke pot. I don't like smoking other people's pot. Like mm. I, I don't cuz I'm very I'm very particular about the kind the of strain that you weed get that I you? smoke. Okay. Yeah, I'm very particular about it. Yeah. So it's like I don't yeah, if somebody, like, offers me some, like... But is it the strain or is it the name? Strain, typically, yeah. Okay. Because it's just, like, I don't... I don't know. Most of it's, like, it tastes like shit or... Okay. You know, it's... I don't know. It's weird. There's some weird shit going around. Mm. Um, a lot of it's... Mu- I, I would say, mu- for music sure, growing up, music. Your mu- music movies is another one. Like, I don't like... I don't like action movies. I don't like. And you look superhero uh, you, somebody movies. who's into superhero or action movies.
1: There's something about them that, that you, you may love them dearly. Like if you went home to Brie and she said, you know, I have to confess, I really like action movies. Mm-hmm. You, what you would you'd sleep on the couch?
0: Mm, I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far, but I would consider it possibly. <laughs> You'd unfriend her on Facebook? <laughs> I don't think I could get away with that anymore. <laughs> uh, we'll get
1: that up on our Facebook page. What for are you? Sure. What are you snobby about?
0: Yeah, that's a good one.
1: All right. Um, shall we uh, move on to the uh, meaningless moment?
0: That is the weekly three. The meaningless yeah. moment, Ben was like, I have an idea for meaningless moment, yeah. but I'm not going to tell you what it is. No. And I said, okay, that's great. Let's see what, what you got. So the meaningless moment, by the way, it's, it's Black Sheep Radio. I'm
1: Ben McVie. I'm Chris Brown. We did our first meaningless moment on the last episode, uh, and it was on... On toast mm-hmm. and it just you know it, it it's it's a it's a thing where r- really uh, who, who cares but once you really dig deep into it there's there's a there's a definite
0: there's a passion about there's it. there's something there I'm passionate about my toast that's yeah
1: and by the way did you get the taste of the marmite out of your mouth it took a long time i still have i had a bagel just slathered in oh, it yesterday it was so good so oh, good man. all right so uh the meaningless moment uh topic uh, what's the first thing you wash when you get in the shower Mm. you must have, like, there's no, I'm sorry, the shower is a place where it's like you get the soap in your hand. Where does your hand go?
0: That's a great question. Um, Armpits. Pits first.
1: Pits first. Pits, the first thing you do. Yeah. Okay.
0: Like, my neck, armpits.
1: What about you? I'm a dick and taint guy.
0: <laughs> straight, straight down straight, to business. <laughs> straight to business, man. I don't mess around. This is the first, the first place
1: I go. Oh,
0: <laughs> I, don't, that's I, I, don't, funny. I
1: don't know what that says, but uh, actually, I do. Uh, Chris, I've, uh, I have. <laughs> actually,
0: I do. Actually, I do. What is this? Is there a study or something? Uh, yep. Oh, that's great.
1: Okay, so uh, if you wash your underarms, first thing when you get into the shower, and again, think about this. It's a shower. In the end, everybody winds up washing the same parts. We've all yeah, got the same parts, sure. and, and hopefully you're coming out of it where it's all cleaned up. Yeah. Do you have a last, by the way? Do you have a finish point? Uh, legs. Legs is the last thing you do. Yeah, I go top down. Well, oh, well, okay. Yeah. Well, you don't necessarily go top down, or you'd be washing your hair and your face first.
0: Yeah, I know, but yeah. Well, yeah. I guess I go, then I finish with my face, and yeah. Uh, if you wash your uh, pits first- You're steadfast, loyal,
1: and reliable. Oh,
0: look at that.
1: If you do it right off the bat, you'll stand by your friends in good and bad times, even if it's at your own detriment. What? Yeah, your kind-hearted nature has a limit, though. Once someone betrays you, you're done with them.
0: That's crazy accurate. Really? That's absurdly accurate. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, That's ridiculous.
1: If you uh, go, uh, uh, they're calling it the groin here. Oh, that's very very, uh, PC. uh While the immediate assumption uh, would be That washing your private area (laughs) first Would indicate a very sexual being (laughs) The truth is that you're very reserved Shy and uh, tend to be Self-deprecating in the presence of others (laughs) Uh, You're equally as sensitive as you are Genuine but it takes a long time for people to get To know you beyond a surface level again Pretty damn accurate that's crazy that's eh? Pretty damn accurate
0: what are the other ones I'm like where else would you start like Like I feel like okay so yeah Let's say uh,
1: let's say there was an Embargo on washing your pits where would you go next that's a great question i have no idea well you're working your way down think about the shower now man where do you where do you go after the
0: pits arms you go to arms yeah okay uh
1: what would you call that let's see i've got would you call that extremities i guess yeah like yeah okay so yeah if you go to your extremities first here we go if you find yourself watch uh, here we go if you find yourself washing your legs or arms first your personality is likely nomadic (laughs) Uh, Our extremities are what we rely upon for gross movement and fluidness throughout our physical space. You value being carefree, unrestrained, and nonchalant. That's funny. Uh, A goodly portion of your time is spent on being very physically active, but your mind is also highly active as it constantly dreams of mystical and faraway
0: places. (laughs) Did you you ever hear that there's this big debate over social media about people that don't watch? I guess it was... Uh, Taylor Swift was on the Ellen DeGeneres show. This mm-hmm. is this is back in May, mm-hmm. and she says that she doesn't wash her legs in the shower because the she this, them. because the soap just you don't she just doesn't wash her legs. I don't wash my legs either. Do you not? Nah. So then the soap just like comes down. You know, like the you soap just, just
1: kind of takes care of its business.
0: That's what that's what I wash my saying. feet, but and my
1: my legs get nothing.
0: They don't wash my feet. You don't wash your feet. I know. Is what the weird? fuck? <laughs> are you serious? I am. Oh. <laughs> they're full, super clean. <laughs> oh man.
1: Well, you know, it would stand a reason. I mean, you know, they're sitting in the shower. But the water. thing, but
0: the thing is, is that like what I find is like when I wash my feet, I'll just fall on my ass because all my feet are all soapy. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, you gotta. You, do you gotta know what have, I mean? You gotta something to hang on to. So fucking
1: die. Right.
0: You don't wash your feet. I do. I guess. I don't mm. know. Mm. I don't have stinky feet, though. No. Like, I sh- you know. No, I've never noticed a, a problem. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, this is the meaningless moment. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Oh, my God. So your feet are, I'm assuming, you said top down? Yeah, top down. Your, yeah, top your down. feet are the last thing, or sorry, legs, I guess would be no, the last my thing my la-
0: the last thing that I do is, like, my face and then my hair. Right. You know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I go in
1: for one last sweep on that.
0: <laughs> you do a double you do a d- a double over
1: Yeah, you gotta get the dictate yeah. the
0: double back.
1: Make sure the soap's <laughs> out of the bunghole too, because that that can get awfully uncomfortable if you haven't rinsed well there. You gotta make sure that's all scooped out.
0: Oh man. <coughs> He's like one of those what is it? Those those um those water picks? What's that? Uh, Have you ever seen that for your bunghole? It's, it's called a bidet, dude. <laughs> no, there's one. Of the, no, I was just I was just making a joke about those like water t- flossers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean, those would probably do the job. Yeah, too, well, I guess. no, I've got the uh detachable. Oh, nice, yeah. So I, I like, hate those things, really? Why? I, I just the pressure's never as good. Oh. And then when you put it up on the thing, it's never good enough, hmm. like it's always at like some weird fucking angle. Every time you put it back up there and you try to stand underneath it, it's like half shooting at the wall
1: yeah i know but if you're somebody who insists on having a clean taint you think about when you go to the automatic car wash and they've got the underspray that the comes underspray, up like yeah. in the winter it gets all the salt from underneath the car <laughs> for sure the detachable shower head buddy oh man it's the
0: equivalent that's great now that i've um, shared far too much information with you <laughs> oh no that's fine yeah um clean already- taint it's it's, it's <laughs> the key to key to life it's essential yeah absolutely essential I, th- I think that was uh where do you go from there? <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm covered
1: for Go back to how many people download it, where you can see the numbers dropping, actually. It, it, still, they're all like, it's oh, like, this guy's <laughs> taint. He's talking about his taint. Get this thing off. Okay. So, us,
0: um, we're, so, so... F- finally yes we've gotten to the point where what did you learn today i think we might change it today to what did you wish you didn't learn what do you wish you had not known
1: (laughs) (laughs) and i think we just learned both of those things one you have disgusting feet and i have an immaculate taint (laughs) <laughs> Have a good Christmas, everybody! Oh man, are we going to see each other before before the New Year? Do we get to squeeze one in? Yeah,
0: we'll definitely we'll definitely do one. I'm hoping to. I, I've got quite yeah, a bit of too. time off, so me too. Yeah, you yeah. got tons of time off now. Yeah, I like. I wouldn't mind. I'm an unemployed piece of shit. I got nothing to do. <laughs> I wouldn't mind doing another Facebook Live. Um, yes. next week. Absolutely. Um, we've got a couple. We've got a couple interesting Facebook Live ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got some super hot. Uh, tortilla chips, ghost I've pepper chips, ghost pepper chips that are apparently obnoxiously hot. So maybe we'll take a crack at those. Sure, on Facebook Live next. Or unless we have something else that yeah. pops oh, up, we, we could do some uh, black sheep cuisine. We could make mac and cheese together. The mac and cheese is a good idea you, too. Dude, you gotta, I gotta school you in the art of mac and cheese. Brie doesn't like mac and cheese, so I'm excited for the prospect of, oh. of eating mac and cheese. Oh yeah, no, you listen, you take this mac and cheese back to her. Tell her you
1: you made it, and (laughs) I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you're laughing.
0: (laughs) The key to the perfect mac and cheese begins in the shower. Absolutely. Starts at the beginning of the day. Absolutely. (laughs) All right, buddy. This
1: has uh, been another episode of uh, Black Sheep Radio. I'm Ben McVie. I'm Chris Brown. Are we done? We're done. All right. Take care. This has been another episode of Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie and Chris Brown. If you liked what you heard, don't forget to follow, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.